Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and just wonder how the fuck that happened. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And today we're recording our Magic Silver 25th episode. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) Why do you improvise? I write this nice script and then you like (laughs) improvise with this weird shit. Because it's what I do. Okay. Anyway, you know, tonight we're going to do something a little different, which apparently is not typically allowed, but, you know, we're going to do it now. <laughs> um, in honor of our quarter century mark, um, but first we want to talk about our cocktails. We are revisiting the Cherry Crush because it's easy to scale up, and in just a minute you're going to know why we needed to do that. We needed voluminous amounts of Cherry Crush, so this is the same Cherry Crush that we had before. The, re- the recipe's out on the website, and it is... Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> then you just make it. I did. It is um, the brown sugar bourbon. I've, I've kind of scaled it a little bit. Brown sugar bourbon, and it's the ginger, the ginger de obidos from Portugal, which is that cherry liqueur. And then it's got lemon juice and club soda and amazingness and ice and we of course always use the bougie ice from Howard and Sons. Another shout out to them. Thank you so much for the beautiful ice and um, it's fantastic and we love it and this is a really good drink. The end. <laughs> Not actually the end. This isn't the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> no okay but yeah so we don't need the thoughts on the drink because you already know our thoughts on the drink we told you before and it's really really good i know so but we have special guests and we should let those special guests introduce themselves shall we begin from the immediate left and work our way around the room yeah absolutely that would be you hi i'm millie Yay! Yay! and i'm rexy no i can't follow that <laughs> nobody can that's awful <laughs> I'm T. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and I'm Nina. Yay! And in case you couldn't tell, we're all in the same room, which is why we're doing this extra special episode, and it just happens to coincide with our 25th. So, yay for that, too. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Today, our topic, we decided that the best thing we could talk about that everybody would be able to relate to would be just to talk about weird things that we wonder. Um, Millie is kind of the queen of random in many, many ways. That's for sure. And she has a lot of things that she wonders. Uh, Gina feeds right into that because she's absolutely as random as Millie, as is Rexy, really. And uh, I don't know about Nina, but between the three of them, uh, I have spent the day in random land. And it's no wonder that I drink. And she loved every minute of it. I did, actually. I really loved it. It was quite fun. Uh, So who should start? Should the the queen of random? Either the queen of random, but, you know, right before we started recording, you came up with a pretty random fact, and I liked it a lot. All right. So, yeah, right beforehand, I mentioned how I saw on social media postings this week that something that I can never unsee and has kind of rocked my world a little bit, but centaurs have two rib cages. That's pretty, that's pretty wild and a little random, and I, I would definitely put that on the weird scale. I think it's weird, and I think it's 
Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the functionality, but there we go. Yeah, like, I don't know if their lungs would be in, they'd like four lungs, or if they'd just be lungs mm -hmm. in two, in one rib cage, and the other rib cage would be filled with like chocolatey goodness. Or, uh... <laughs> good question. Or extra pockets? Pockets. Pockets would be good. <laughs> pockets, though, that'd be really good. <laughs> well, they're they're so, male, so they get pockets. That's uh, right. Uh -huh. So what would a centaur put in its pockets? Arrows. <laughs> they always have arrows. They do always have arrows. It's got like hoof and horn stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, that yeah. stuff, the mane and tail. Yeah, mane and yeah. tail, there you go. Almost if you get at Walgreens. <laughs> and like an 80 gallon jug for like $8. <laughs> what else came up was what do they do with their arms when they run? Was that T? Was that you? No, that was, that was Nina. That was Nina. That was me. Yeah, yeah. Nina. so what do they do with their arms when they run? I think they just bitch wing it. Um, you know, hands on hips. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny. So they're Karens? They yeah, they're basically, yeah. I wonder, like, if there's a centaur version of Karen. Like, if there's the one Karen centaur that goes to the, like, nah, I want to talk to the manager right now. <laughs> well, clearly there have to be the Chads, right? Right. Yeah, the Chad centaurs and the Karen centaurs. Um, the Chad centaurs have the sweater around their around their necks. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. They got to pop their manes, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Pop their manes. Yeah. <laughs> the Karen centaurs are saying, I want my mane cut long in the front, but short and then spiky in the back. Thank you very much. Sassy. 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 I want the Kate Goslin. Thank you. <laughs> I do wonder kind of how come people, well, okay. Have to back up for a second because you had the Kate Goslin for a very long time. I know. I was just about to point that out. I was. Yeah, I'm never gonna live that used down. Used to have the Karen haircut like a hundred percent. So I many did. times. And she used to like she'd call me and she'd like my hair looks really good today. It's real kicky in the back. <laughs> and she always used that term <laughs> kicky. Uh, moving on. So what else were you gonna mention before it became dis on Gina Hour? Uh, I have something. What's hmm. your thing? The thing I've always wondered is sexual, like, kinks. Sorry, I know you're young, but okay. Rexy's taking us right down into it. <laughs> I am, because, like, how does one determine that they're into, a, like, a weird kink or a fetish? Like, if you're a plushie, like, did you accidentally, like, have, like, a stuffed bear, and you're like, oh, you know? I could do, or, or like, how, like, how does a dude decide he's into feet? You know, just like whatever strange, so it's like the standard normal seat, I guess. Like, okay. How do you discover, like, Millie? I'll, I'll like, put my hands over Millie's ears. Like, you're getting, like, right. someone's, like, putting your, like, you know, like, a, like, like someone's like, helping you try on shoes at a store, and you're just like, oh. I mean, I don't get, like, how you'd even determine, like, well, I think what your jam along is. Along those same lines, like, how do people figure out that they can do these weird things, like, Hey man, I discovered that I can take a nail and drive it into my sinus cavity. Right, like just like and credit, I've had those strange thoughts where I'm like, what would happen if I fill in the blank, turn the car to 180 degrees, whatever, like just strangeness. <laughs> but I've never once thought like, oh, let me pour this molasses on this and see how it feels. I mean, you guys don't get like how people just come up with. I think it's stuff. I think it's by example. I think that people see it. Wow. No, I do. I mean, I, I think that somebody sees it in a movie or something and goes, hmm. I like or they like dismiss it at the start and then like 
by four days later, like, I can't get this toe thing out of my, I got to do something. I can't get this out of my head. I'm sure the foot fetishes in particular jumped like 90 million percent once Quentin Tarantino got famous. Why? Why? He's a foot fetishist. Have you not noticed how he focuses on feet in his movies? Yes, I've not noticed how he plays. But he also plagiarizes a lot, and that was like a theme in some movies he stole from. So uh, he, he's Hard creepy. Google it. He's fucking creepy about feet. Okay. He's always doing close-ups of Uma Thurman's feet in particular. It's really <laughs> weird. Okay, and now you're all wondering how do you We're, notice this? If I observe patterns, people go for it. We've anyway. talked about that before. We have. <sighs> Moving on. So. Um, yeah, back to your kinks, Rexy. <laughs> the rest of us on this side are all freaked out, and we're just kind of, we're all quiet, and we're looking around like, well, where do, how do I? I know, I, I kicked that door wide open. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> you know, so, I just, I just think it's interesting, especially when, like, how, like, also, the friend of mine said to me, actually, last week, like, how do you even introduce that to, like, a new partner? Like, unless you meet on, like, I like feet.com. I mean, like, how would you be like, so I have this thing. Or in a Tarantino film festival. You know, or, yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's the thing. It's like feet, I guess, I hate to say it, is almost like so many women wear, like, cute shoes. Like, it's like a thing. And they, like, work on their toes. But, like, if you're going to something bizarre, like, um, I have this weird thing where I can only get off if you have, like, a really amazing armpit. You know, like, like <laughs> how do you... How do you introduce that, like, in a conversation? Like, can you, like, wear more sleeveless shirts? Can you do this more for me and take some pictures? I mean, I don't even know how you would, like, determine that I can, A, share this with this person, and, B, they would be into it, <laughs> well, you know? I, I think that takes a modicum of bravery no matter no yeah. matter what the fetish is. But hmm. I've got a friend of mine that we go way, way, way back. And we were in theater together when we were much younger and we were just kind of talking one day, and I think we were talking about Star Wars. And maybe, Star alert. No. maybe well, maybe this is how. <laughs> she, oh, this is a good vector to talk to T about this uh-huh. about. But she was. Ta- I know it's super weird, but again, we were talking about Star Wars, and she's like, you know, I always kind of had this. Like everybody was talking about how you know Darth Vader is the bad guy, but. There was kind of something about him. Ah. And then from there, it went to, that's probably how I got into black latex and bondage and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like tuning out at this point. So I'm like, ah, we were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. What are you doing? You were in Darth Vader for me, Chick. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's a story that I can tell that was actually, I mean, she was really honest, and I was just kind of sitting there, like, you know, nodding my head, like, okay, all right, I understand. When can I go? <laughs> Am I dismissed? But, but, yeah. Do I have to listen to the rest of this? I'm scared. But it was, I, I got to say, it was kind of an intriguing, I mean, she's like, this. I guess this is how I came to have this preference. And I said, okay. <laughs> well, what am I? I'm like, I'm that, not gonna that like. Isn't a good, it's a really vulnerable yeah. moment for yeah. her. What I think. do you say? Like, thumbs up, high five, yeah. go you. Good for you. Yeah. Fist bump. You yeah. know, yeah. What are you gonna? 
or start taking copious notes. Oh, yeah? What can tell me more? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Which, which part in episode exactly. four turns you on Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Does he have to be <laughs> extra Dorothy for you to get there? Extra <laughs> Dorothy? What does they mean? Is there some point in the movie where you got to kind of pause it and roll it back and play it again and pause it and roll it back and play it again? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Well, you know, that's... <laughs> That whole Darth Vader I find fascinating kind of takes me to there are there are people sometimes that we think are handsome or we discuss this in another episode. Oh, yeah. We do not need to revisit him. Who? I didn't get to share though. I had an inexplicable thing. What's your thing? Let's do that. <laughs> inexplicable like famous dudes that you were attracted to, right? Oh yeah. Gene Bit. Hackman. What? Gene motherfucking Hackman. It was young, telling, young Frankenstein. What did it? What did no, it? actually, it was Poseidon. Adventure. Oh. Like, he played, like, I have a thing for, like, any movies where a dude's, like, wet. <laughs> like, I really <laughs> So, like, he's, like, like, Aquaman. Yeah, like, Aquaman. John Cusack's wet in, like, 85% of the movies he does. Like, he's <laughs> he in a rainstorm or whatever. So, John Cusack's, like, the rainstorm. Yeah, he is. And But the funny thing is, is that with Gene Hackman, like, for, like he was, like, in control and kind of, like, mean. Yeah, like, he was, a, he was like, Hackman. Yeah, well, but he was, this was the 70s. So, he was probably, like, 35-ish, 36-ish. I still think he was, like, 50. No. <laughs> no, no, he was He's kind of always 50, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why it was inexplicable, because he's, like, perpetually, like, how old is this dude? And, but he was, like, in command, but he was also wet, like, again, like, 85% of the movie, and he and he sacrificed himself to get everybody else off the ship at the end of the movie. Spoilers! <laughs> yeah, it came out in like '71. I think we're good, <laughs> or whatever it was. Anybody who's gonna see it? The seen. point is, is that like that movie was like a trigger. So like, no matter what he was in after that, I was kind of like, "Ooh, Jim Hagen's in this." Like the firm, talk about centaur arms running like Tom Cruise. He was in that movie, and he was a pretty good silver foxy daddy in that movie. So. Ew. Oh, well, his face—it was dry the whole movie. <laughs> Started, it's only been a rainstorm. Yeah, no, what were you going to say, Nina? Oh, his face kind of looks like Bill Murray, and you like Bill oh, Murray. Oh, yeah, there so you go. I, I think I do have some daddy issues with any... any. No, seriously, my dad had receding hairlines. I think I have daddy issues with receding hairlines in general, and dudes that seem, like, interesting but scary at the same time. That's my dad. Really? What you got? Why penguins have knees? Like, what's the point? Like, you never see them. Like... Their knees are up inside their body, right? Yeah, and it's so strange. Like, what's the point? They can't even use them. They waddle like they don't have them anyway. Yeah. So, like, what's the point? It's so they can do that dipping thing when they lay on their, like, they lay the eggs and, like, nurse the, like, they dip, 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 dip. (laughs) (laughs) You're still thinking of Gene Hackman. I know you are. It's a dipping thing. They dip down the baby egg. The baby penguin with... They got, they got to gestate the new knees in the shell, okay? They got to dip down to do that. They're supposed to dab down. Exactly. <laughs> Big difference. They got to rock down to Electric Avenue. <laughs> I just want to point out that me and Millie dabbed at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow, they really do have knees. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw an extra of one. Yeah. They're just up inside their body. <laughs> yeah. Like... It's like Agra and Dark Crystal. That's another is weird it? thing. 
the movie. Yeah, do you remember when she sat down in that movie? It was all no. like, uh, 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 and like squishing down in herself. I remember when I saw no, that with I mom. No, I was seven. No. Well, okay, I was too, but still at the time when I saw it, my mom said, oh, wow, she sits like I do. And, <laughs> and I was all. I wish y'all could see the look on my face. <laughs> hey. I would also like to point out that my grandmother is like the most mild-mannered person ever. So hearing that she said that about some like creepy thing is really funny. I know that's that's grandma. Grandma could have some sass to her sweetness in appropriate times, and one of them was during Dark Crystal. And there we go. I think that the grandparents grandparents kind of bear that. Well, no, maybe there's a fine line because with their grandchildren, of course who are experiencing very different things than they experienced when they were kids. Mm. You know, they have to be, oh, well, that's, penguins have me. Okay, that's, that, I didn't know that. That's alarming. Instead of saying <laughs> what they're thinking, which is probably, what the, why, why? Why do you know that? Why? You know, Deep B's parents, or not, his mom, was very open about that. She'd be like, why are you thinking, what the fuck, Nina? <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> What is going on with you? But at the same time, grandparents typically, now I I guess I have to qualify this because when I think of grandparents, I think of like 70, you know, 70 years plus. Right. Um, Yeah, because people our age can be grandparents. People our age are grandparents, and that's wrong. sister is grandparents. I know. My cousin became a grandparent before my age, and I'm in my 40s, early 40s, so... His sister keeps becoming grandparents, and we find out when the babies are born and posted on Facebook. And we find out on what? Facebook, yeah, because that's, you know, that's my family. But <laughs> but grandparents, like 70-plus, <laughs> wow. they've also very much earned the right to really not have to care anymore. Well, yeah, they've but, gone through a lot. Yeah, they've, they've gone, gone through, through so a lot, changes. and... Mm-hmm. But again, the special exception is with their grandkids because then they're, oh, well, that's okay. Well, you can sit in my chair un- until the news comes on, Grandma. Will you please make sure she's out of my chair when the news comes on? <laughs> like they're very, like they're very kind of polite about it with their grandkids. At least that's I'm, yeah. I'm not a grandparent, obviously, but they can be very polite about it. But the truth is, I mean, it's just like. Grandma's earned the right. She can fart at the Christmas table. Like, she can, her mind doesn't have to be any place. She can talk about whatever she wants because she's grandma kind of thing. Grandmas can fart on whatever food you get. Grandmas can fart all, right, grandmas can fart all over your plate. You can't say a thing about it because it's grandma. <laughs> Oh, that depends on the grandma, but I'm jaded. Well, sure it does. <laughs> but I'm jaded. So... But if they're going to fart on anybody's plate, it's not going to be the grandchildren. I had that. No, 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 it's going to be their grandmothers, and I would never <laughs> accept farts from the one or from the other. <laughs> well, we get a lot of farts when we go back home to see Millie's grandma. I have a fart story. I know it's like it's kind of weird, but anyway, um, we're no, in the bring it, Gene Hackman. Bring my, it. My my aunt, one of my aunts. My mom has four sisters, and her youngest sister enjoyed she enjoyed the latin gentleman okay you know in fact if they as my racist lovely grandfather said if they're fresh over the border she's gonna invite them in Um, so she uh had this man who ended she ended up marrying and i think she's still legally married to him because she can't find him (laughs) because he went back to his country or wherever but 
Um, he spoke little English. Like, we're talking, like, three or four words. I think he knew, like, Nancy, yes, where's the bathroom? Like, <laughs> it's basically, like, you know. So the important so, stuff. The important stuff. So he's over at the family, you know, for, for Thanksgiving. And there's a ton of us there. Where there's numerous aunts, cousins, whatever. Probably, like, 30 people crowned in this little house. And... <laughs> We're loud, brash, a lot of things. And this guy finally speaks up and he's like, You, you are the fart people. <laughs> because apparently, like, there had been so much gas passing that he was just like, Wow, these people are just disgusting and rude and whatever. And so that's like he, what he chose to tell us all. Like, that's, you know, wow. But not like, Thank you for the dinner, just you are the fart people. It's like clerks. The one line, the one line that said is, you are the fart people. And, 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 and that, it's, it's crazy because he had a point. Because <laughs> even I was like, whoa, this is some, ex- this is extreme levels of comfort. Because we're all like, bloop, bloop, bloop. It's like the, the blazing saddles, like beans around the fireplace. <laughs> and I'm watching this guy. Because even I was kind of like, this is a lie. And then he's just looking at me and I'm just like, hey, no, no comprendo. You know, like, <laughs> No, like, no fartos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. More beans, Mr. Tiger. So to this day, we I still talk about it as, you know, we are the fart people. So. Well, I have a wondering thing. So, I've always wondered why eyebrows aren't considered facial hair. Why did you do that to my life? <laughs> right? Why aren't they considered facial hair? Yeah. Because women have eyebrows, but we don't, we aren't considered Who doesn't consider them facial? I don't. Well, I can't this is facial this. hair, right? You've got a beard, that's facial hair? Yes, I, I do. Right. So, women don't have facial hair, but we have eyebrows. But if I went to a salon and said, I'd like to have my facial hair removed, they'd wax my lip. Right. They wouldn't wax my eyebrows. Yeah. Right. Uh... If you went into a barber shop and said, I need to have my facial hair removed, they would take off your beard and they wouldn't even get near your eyebrows. True. <laughs> well, it, yeah, actually, in point of fact... The last time I got a haircut, I had to ask the stylist, could you please run a lawnmower over my eyebrows for me, please? Because they'll, like, they'll get, like, I have a few of them that'll get long enough that I'll just sit there and play with them. Yeah. I shouldn't do. I've got, I've got one, like, the length of Thank you for acknowledging that so quickly. (laughs) So quickly. It's. But I, it, obviously it drives her nuts because she's now looking at the floor. So, um. (laughs) But I I do my best to have them maintained. But you're absolutely right. They don't. Or, I don't know. Some people just don't. It's not facial hair. It's not considered facial hair. And it should because some people. Like, hello, Eugene Levy. <laughs> you know, and then well, there's he definitely like, needs his mode. Well, right. And I, so there's a lot of like extremes with it too. So it's like he's like Bert yeah. from Sesame Street. Bert just has one. Right. Okay, he's a bird that cared enough to separate them into two. <laughs> See, that's something to wonder about, too. Unibrows? Puppets and Muppets. Unibrows? <laughs> oh, oh. Puppets. Why don't we just scoot the microphone over to I had the feeling we're going back to fetish world. Well, right? maybe. <laughs> this might be a short trip, yeah. But just puppets and Muppets in general, because... You know, obviously, I grew up on the Muppet Show. Oh, it was like my favorite. It was like totally my jam. I love the Muppets. 
Sesame Street, not as much, you know? Same. Because I thought it was a little too preachy, not, 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 not as, like, I mean, it was educational, sure, and, you know, I should have learned this stuff. Yeah, I like the puppets on but, Mr. Rogers. Well, those would creep me out, actually. I like them. I like them because they have can't say that about King, King Friday. No, King Friday freaked me the hell out. Not as bad as like the Burger King yeah. King looking in your window like a mess. Lady Elaine. Lady Elaine was creepy though. Yeah, they were she both was creepy. creepy. But like like the kitty cat one. But oh. but you know like when you when you watch like the Muppet Show, you look at like the different Muppets, and like for a while there, I was like identifying Miss Piggy, especially when I got the fake eyelashes. I was like, oh look, I look just like Miss Piggy. But. You know, you think about, like, your favorite and least favorite Muppets. What the fuck is Gonzo's problem? Is what I got to say. What like, is Gonzo? What is he? His... What is his problem? He literally likes to fuck chickens. Like, what? That is weird. Like, fuck them. That's, Who, you just trampled them. on my childhood, first off. Gonzo was my favorite. He, Gonzo was That's really, really much. into chickens. Like, my favorite, too. Like, Gonzo as weird as it, like a cow, like a pig and a frog getting on together. I don't There's he liked chickens, whatever he was. He liked he, chickens. He just liked them. They were just friends. <laughs> they were very close they friends who liked no, the like, relationship. Like the way their feet looked in well, close-up shots. He had that Stop. one chicken. He had the one chicken that was like Camilla or Camilla or something. Camilla. He would like scream her name like, Stella! But like chicken, like pain, you know? <laughs> Like, he wanted that chicken, and not for, like, barbecue sauce reasons. He was really into chicken. He's his best friend. Those chickens actually have personalities as opposed to real chickens. But... So, two, two thoughts on that. That makes it okay. Oh, hmm. uh, uh, wow. Okay, two th- <laughs> If I can hang on to them, two thoughts on that. Um, the first, I was set up on a date years and years ago, uh, and... At this time, we were just, my wife and I now, are, we're just friends. With crushes. And. Unrequited love. Yeah, we had just started dating. We had just kind of started dating. And <laughs> sort of. I, I visited, I, I visited <laughs> my long lost hometown. And somebody set me up on kind of a blind date with somebody, sort of. And <laughs> Your mom set you up. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to leave that out. Thanks, Joe. No, um, thank you. But I came back uh, after not too long a time, and when Jilly and I spoke again, I said uh, the best way I could describe her was, I think her name was Janice from the yeah, Janice. From Dr. Teeth. <laughs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bummer for sure. <laughs> it was very, yeah, it was... It wouldn't have been a good fit. We'll just leave it there, I guess. <laughs> but, oh, again, weird, inexplicable crushes. You know, I thought Kermit was really sweet. <laughs> I liked Kermit. <laughs> I, I, I thought Animal and Rita Moreno should have totally gotten together. Do you remember that episode? That, was, that one was intense. That, that was one. actually, like, if there was ever, like, puppet human sexual tension, it was Animal. that episode. I know, because she was singing Fever. An animal was going to town oh, yeah. on the drums, and I think it was a euphemism now that I'm an adult. Uh-huh. Can, <laughs> can, we, can we leave us talk to everyone that's not my mother? Fair enough. Next. I think let's throw it back to Millie. She looks like she's got something else to say. <laughs> it was something I thought of, but you can say it. Wait, do people say potato? 
No. Yeah, because the song, I got yeah. into a fight That's with uh, my, my boyfriend because um, I, because of the song, like, tomato, tomato, potato, potato, and he was like, but people don't say potato, and that made me mad because, like, the song lied to me. <laughs> That's true. People do say tomato, but they don't say potato. Are we sure? Yeah, I've yeah. never met yeah, anybody uh, who says I've potato. I've never watched anyone say potato. That really upsets me, to be honest. <laughs> I think maybe if English wasn't their first language. Yeah, there's that. There we go. I forgot what the second thing was I was going to say on her oh. <laughs> Muppet thing. No. You had another juicy Muppet story that you can't remember? Oh! Oh, yes, I do remember it! Okay. Holy crap! Okay, so, so my second point on the, on the Muppets thing was that you were talking about Gonzo and his chickens. Okay. Look at all those chickens. Look There is a song that Paul McCartney wrote and I think it might have been during his Wings time. And I can't remember the name of the song, but there is this there's this kind of organ piece that, that plays partway through it. And I think of Gonzo's chickens every time I hear that song. <laughs> every time oh, I hear yeah, that part. That because thing. it sounds like... that happening but I, I don't think they ever I'm sure they wouldn't have done the piece even if I'd suggested it <laughs> it would have been good though <laughs> it, can, it would have been perfect for it there's awesome. something about the way they've got that oh see how they run oh. that's the song mm, oh yeah it is you're right it's gotta be Beatles then <laughs> see now, now, now you're infected you are them, never right? gonna hear you are never gonna hear see how they run without I thinking of Gonzo and his chickens you are welcome. Man. That's my value add. <laughs> you ruin it for me. I ruined the Gonzo for yeah. I love Gonzo. Now I love you. He fucks Jimmy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he totally does. I don't think he did. I, I, don't, think, I, I think he loved her. He loved her, but I but mean, also I think it was a to be the chicken of his planet. <laughs> Platonic love. Which he was, I. He was sexually obsessed with a goddamn chicken named Camilla. And he was like, Wah! You, know? you don't even know if he has genitals, he's a puppet. <laughs> so, like, there's that. Then, well, okay. there is the thing with Kermit. You know, I'm going to stop. He's right a there. puppet <laughs> alien that what's up with that nose is all I got to say. It's way too curved. <laughs> you don't know a chicken's anatomy. Maybe that what? just fits well. Yeah, but I know about because curves. Why he's oh, in now I chickens. gotta Google this. No, but huh. I know all about the curve. Go up in the cloaca. Yeah, all about the curve. Dude, vagina. you said cloaca. <laughs> like you had to say cloaca. <laughs> bop, bop, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, by far our dirtiest episode. I know. It's not my fault. Yeah, it is the one with a million. Yeah. Other weird things. Go yeah, from Gonzo and his hook nose up to Oh my god. I love it. Which, okay, so by the way, I refuse to acknowledge that even though Sandra Bullock was in it and was awesome, I refuse to acknowledge the Muppet movie where they said Gonzo was from space. Because part of the best part of Gonzo was the mystery around what the hell he wait, was. Wait, wait. Sandra Bullock was in a goddamn Muppet movie? Oh, she was, yeah. Really? Speed really? 2. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> it was the one, I'm pretty sure it was Sandra Bullock, but it was the one where um, they they gave Gonzo the whole outer space backstory, which just ruined the mystery for me. And I'm like, don't ruin Gonzo. So I refuse to acknowledge it exists. Okay, I have one. Okay. Completely not Gonzo related. Thank or puppets. Or Pop chickens. Pop? So you, thank you. <laughs> so you know the Yankee Doodle song? Is he calling his hat macaroni, or is he calling the feather macaroni? Stuck a feather in, in his, his cap hat. and called call it, it macaroni. macaroni. So is he calling it's his cow combo. macaroni? The combo. The combo is macaroni. The combo. So a hat with a feather yeah, is macaroni. Nailed it. It's yeah, the combo. Yeah, they're making fun of Americans. Like, that was the whole point. Like, English people are singing it to make fun of how dumb Americans were. Right. No, and I Americans that. adapted it. But I just didn't know that if it was the feather that was macaroni or if it was But is macaroni like an old school way of being like, you're a fucktard? <laughs> like, you know, like what? Yeah, I think it was. Like, what is macaroni? About? Macaroni. You macaroni. Well, you wrap macaroni. I, I read this some one time. So back in the day, there used to be a term called a macaroon oh. that was like a stupid head. And they'd call somebody a macaroon. I don't know how long ago that was, but I know that that was a thing a long time ago. So I think it was related to that. I have another weird kind of thing. Cause Can it be not about sex? It's not about sex. Because so far it's all been about sex. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Okay, so the Mandela effect. That's yeah. Mandela, basically. Yeah. Berenstein versus Berenstain Bears and a bunch mm-hmm. of other things. Apparently the Ford Mustang logo, which, which I drive because I'm around. Um, that supposedly the pony has changed over the years and it's subtle and all this other stuff. But what are do you talking all... about? Like conspiracy theory? Almost like that, where yeah. it's like a collective group of people will remember the same events happening a certain way. Yeah, like the Ed McMahon thing. Yeah, like he actually went to people's houses with a sweepstakes check and he never did that, apparently. Right. But mm-hmm. like a lot of people swear up and down, like on a stack of yeah, bottles, they'd be like, no, Ed came to people's houses, man. He was there, yo. But he never did. So, like, things like that. Like, what are Mandala, like you say Mandala, right? Yep. Mandela effect things that you know of that you're like I believe this and then if you got empirical data you'd be like whoa Millie my life is over Millie has a good one like wasn't it like I think it's a Chick-fil-A one or something that it's spelled with like a C not a K yeah but everyone thought it was like a K and stuff so mm-hmm. I thought you wouldn't say the Smokey Bear one no I think that's a good one I always thought it was Smokey the Bear yeah but just Smokey Bear, bear. Oh. Smoky Bear. I always thought it was Smokey the Bear. I thought it was Smokey the Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smoky Bear. Oh, I'm trying to remember. There's some San, uh, Molly Ringwald Mandela effect thing. Really? Yeah. And it's well versed in the Ringwald. I know. It, well, <laughs> it was something like, I want Breakfast Club Molly Ringwald, not 16 Candles, 16 Molly, Candles Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. And I can't remember what it was. And I swear I'd heard it before. Mm-hmm. But then when I went to look it up, it didn't exist. And I should have sworn it was in the show community. It probably was, actually. That was a good show. Wow, but what, everything I found said, no, that was never actually in the show. It's the Mandela effect. I'm like, what? Are we, is it, what? Are, are we talking about Mandela? Or are we yes. talking about... Nelson Mandela. Yeah, because a lot of people had the... Uh, it's named after him because a lot of people had the idea that he died in prison in the 80s, and I he didn't. Know. So, no. like, I could have sworn oh, I taught us in school that he died in prison. Yeah. Oh, and here it is. I wanted 16 candles, Molly Ringwald, not pretty and pink Molly Ringwald. 
I could have sworn I heard that in community, but I didn't. No one's ever said that except on the internet. Yeah. So, weird. Anyway, oh, and I also looked up, and I was totally wrong. It was not Sandra Bullock in Muppets from Space. It was Andy McDowell. My apologies. I, I just about to say, I was like, <laughs> okay. It almost seems like how Bill Murray got tricked into doing Garfield. <laughs> it was Sandra Bullock in a Muppet movie. <laughs> Which I love, I, love, I love that story. I know. All because the uh, the director's name was so similar to a story director he wanted to work with. The Coen brothers. Yes, yeah, so he ends up thinking he's going to do the next Fargo. It's <laughs> goddamn Garfield. <laughs> so. By the honor of his contract, you know. Well, he did. Not a deadbeat. So here's something weird I wondered. How do you get Bill Murray to appear? Because it's very random. You can't you just were talking about that thing. Look in the mirror. At midnight, and you say Bill Murray three times. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Bill Murray. We're doing. It only it. works for Bloody Mary and Beetlejuice. So <laughs> I want like an actual Bloody Mary, like a drink. That'd be great. Uh-huh. But, They're um, not so great. I like them. I love Honestly, I think I'd be torn if I want mean, actual Bill Murray or actual Beetlejuice to show up. Killing <laughs> <laughs> anyone by three times, but oh. If you could have lunch with either Bill Murray or. Beetlejuice or Gene Hackman? Jesus. <laughs> I was 30,000 feet higher up. I was oh, Helen Gomez from Gene Hackman. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking Bob about Bob. Beetlejuice. All right, who, you were going to say Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton. Or, or Bill Murray? Michael Ooh. Keaton or Bill Murray. Who would you rather have lunch with? Uh, Bill Murray, just because I think he would have, I would be able to, I would be able to pick his brain about a lot more stuff. I think, and, and, and Michael Keaton, I think he's cool, but he kind of comes across like he's not very chatty. I think he comes across like a douchebag. And when he and when he talks, he usually, Ouch. but he's yeah. very intellectual and he has a lot of stuff. But also, I just don't think like I'd be like, I would turn into Chris Farley and be like, so that the time you were in Batman, that that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he'd just be like. Whatever, where I could say, oh, I keep kicking that. Whereas, like, Bill Murray, I could be like, dude, what is it like to take Quay Loops? <laughs> you know, and he would just tell me, you know, and or whatever. Oh, and by the way, which, like, did you prefer Caddyshack over Stripes? You know, or whatever. He would just... Yeah, if I could do Beetlejuice, I would, but only if I could order the shrimp cocktail. Yeah. That actually freaked me out, too. For the longest time, I could not eat shrimp. Because I thought I was going to, like, <laughs> come for me. Oh, yeah. Weird thing, true story. Um, have you ever met anyone who didn't realize you were supposed to peel, peel and eat shrimp? Yeah, yes. I have. Yeah, I have. That, I've also I'm seen somebody right who's literally bitten into lobster shell, like in Splash. Yeah. <laughs> Too. Yeah, Millie, Millie for a while didn't realize, she didn't really like shrimp cocktail and, and didn't realize that you weren't supposed to mm. eat the shells. Well... Uh, I, I did similar my first time with edamame. I thought I would just pop that whole thing in my mouth, and I was like, God, this is kind of gross and hard to chew. Yeah. And then I was watching my peers just like, broop, broop, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I was at a wedding rehearsal dinner with Aunt Betty and her oldest son. and Cousin Nina, Randy. Cousin Randy. And Nina's dad and I were sitting across the table from them. And they we were at a buffet. And they got a whole bunch of peel and eat shrimp. And they were popping it whole into their mouths. And DB was like, did you know you're supposed to peel those? 
And like Aunt Betty's got one half hanging out of her mouth <laughs> at the moment, like, oh, and and DB showed them how to peel it, and they're like, eh, too much work. Bam. And <laughs> just kept chucking them in whole anyway. It was well, great. In that same in that same Don't say vain. <laughs> I actually was gonna say vain. <laughs> that is a proper expression. And I wasn't gonna out Millie on it anymore because Millie was a child and didn't know any better. No, go redhead. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, the same, you know, Aunt Betty and, and Cousin Randy, we were talking, Millie had her first tamale not too long ago, and oh, no. Millie was fortunate enough to get tamales that had already been peeled, didn't realize, oh, they it wasn't peeled. peeled? Oh, they weren't peeled, so, so she didn't realize that it had the corn husk, and she thought she was supposed to eat that and didn't like that part, and then somebody showed her how to peel it. I did that too my first time eating tamales. To be yeah. Fair. Well, I think the whiter you are, the more likely that is to happen. You, yeah. My mother did it too, apparently. We all did yeah. it for all well, the yeah. Yeah. Gina did it for not just her first time. She did it a few times. Because no one told me. Yeah, but if you can't you? chew it, then why do you still Because the yeah. innards were so good that I then made it work. I Mama. would cut with a knife. Oh, yeah. So you're just like, oh, this is really hard to chew, but I'm not, instead of, like, taking it off, I'm just going to keep going for it. <laughs> I'm not a quitter. <laughs> I used to order onion rings solely for the breading. Like, I would literally <laughs> order them because it was, like, onion-flavored breading. But pull the onion out. Yes, I pull the onion out. I still do that. Because I, I always get, like, the really thick beer-battered ones. Yeah. It's, like, extra tempura crispy. I like the super thin ones, and then I can eat the onion part. But Tea is still judging me. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. You can't <laughs> order, like, a pile of onion You're sitting across from you. It's That's look. all it takes. The luck. Condemnation. No. Okay. Well, I can tell you a story about tea. Oh, I'd please do. And tell me more. Tell me more. Sushi. <gasps> oh, there you go. You go ahead, and then I will. So, <laughs> T and I were on a date. T and I were on a date, and I said, "Have you ever had sushi?" And he said, "No." He did not tell me two things. One, he did not tell me he had a raging headache. Oh. Two, he did not tell me he didn't think he was going to like the sushi, and he didn't like taking big bites of things. So we get to the. <laughs> In, in fairness, I didn't know that big bites of things were involved. Oh, no. And yes, I did have a raging, raging headache. But we were in kind of boyfriend-girlfriend mode there, so uh, I wasn't going to say anything. Close to our first date. I mean, it might have been Like our first, first actual date. date. Yeah. Aww. So. There was a lot on the line, a lot of pressure. We got to the restaurant and go in and, and he's like, well, why don't you order for us since I don't know anything about it? And so I ordered very tame stuff, you know, California roll and stuff. And so we got it and I, you know, it has the nori around it and he's trying to take a bite of it and it's crumbling. I'm like, no, 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 here. And so I took it and I dipped it in the soy sauce for him. She was I, a mother too, by the way. She's <laughs> a mother of a, of a very small child. Dipped oh. it in the soy sauce for him and I said, open your mouth and I... Put it in for him. Not not in the sexy bite. way. Like in the mother to a child. Like, here, give me airplane give, coming in the give, hangar. Here, stop moving. Stop. Here. Like <laughs> like I expected her to lick her thumb and then start going after. So yeah. I put it in his mouth. She did. For him. That's what he said. And 
title of his next day. He uh, was so many kinds of not happy. And I could instantly tell how not happy he was. I didn't know why he was not happy. Do you look he like was... you shit in his mouth? <laughs> he, he made this face like, what the actual fuck is on my face? <laughs> I was... can see, like, you know I have very vivid facial yes. expressions. I yes. can almost imagine his like, <laughs> it was kind of like that. And he just looked miserable and sad. True. I was miserable and, and like, I was sad. What is oh, like, what's wrong? It's like, I don't want to bark oh, this on her, but I, cause I love this woman. Actually, I that's a good segue. What is the weirdest like dish you were ever offered? Like with someone with earnest, like this is gonna taste amazing, and you're like, what the actual fuck is oh, this? She's down. got a story about this, <laughs> and I'm not involved. It was ludicrous. Oh yeah, ludicrous. <laughs> not what I thought you were gonna um, say. Well, yeah, who decided that soaking fish in lye was a great dinner opportunity? I used to be married to a Norwegian, and his family was Norwegian, and, like, really? spent time in Norway. From Norwegia. From Norwegia. And when I would go to their house, and it was around some holiday thing, like... A Norwegian holiday. Demai, or bullshit like that. They'd be like, we're going to have lutefisk and lefsa, and I'm like... Oh, okay. I'm eager to make a, an impression. And so they get out this bowl of gelatinous sauce. This was your sushi day. <laughs> this was my sushi day. They get out this bowl of, like, no, buttered this fish, is... hot buttered fish gel, <laughs> and, like, plop it in the middle of the plate. And, like, it's got melted butter. And I'm like, well, melted butter, how bad can it be? So the answer. <laughs> There's not enough butter in the, the world. The answer is really, really bad. It can be really, really bad. It can be so bad, you almost bomb on their table. <laughs> That's how bad it can be. But the lefsa is basically bread, and that was not bad. It's an interesting choice. My, my, my one was where my very well-intentioned Asian friend made a shrimp ceviche, but with durian fruit chopped up Oh, in it. shit. Oh, dear. So, like, already there's, like, that vague seafood that, smell. That vague seafood smell and the smell of death. The smell of death. So it's, like, oh. where oh, she's, shit. like, really proud of it. She, like, she literally was really proud of it. It took her a while to even find her and fruit like, where we were and all that stuff. And it's, like, so she sits it down. And she's, like, I made this for you. And it's really important that you like it. And I'm just, like, <laughs> And I, I was literally trying to just find a discreet way to, like, literally plug my nose and just kind of, like, Oh my god, I'm full. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, barely had it, like, whoa, that's amazing. It's the best thing I ever put in my face. And then, like, she went, like, went away, and I was just like, where's, like, is there a dog around here? Is there anything? You know, it was just spitting in your hands. It was the most disgusting. Because I had durian fruit before, and I even said to people, like, I will never eat durian again. And it's oh. like, she didn't get that memo. <laughs> And she was so proud of it. I was like, why? Why? Did, T, what story did you think I was going to tell? Oh, no, the pumpkin soup. The pumpkin soup. <laughs> that that would have been a good one. Yeah, that's the pause, for those of you listening at home, was me looking straight over at Gina and saying nothing but just meeting her eyes and drilling pumpkin soup. Into her head. So now we must know what is the story. Oh, oh my god. 
It, it's been in a couple episodes, but please, the actual story comes in like this. Yeah. So, uh, Gina, Gina and DB were living in the ghetto of the world. <laughs> I think you were required to have a meth lab in your laundry room. In it, this was, place. it was. It was. Nice. It was. That's where you like, were born. Seriously, ghetto. That's where you were conceived. Stop. No. Okay. I'm going to need more. She was conceived in her grandmother's guest room in Chicago. <laughs> she was one. Grandmother's guest face. room or the meth T-M-I. lab. <laughs> As Nina frantically pours more uh, alcoholic Well, brings a cup to her face with two hands. She's practically going to like, oh yeah, the Kool-Aid jar. <laughs> so, I, I stayed there during the summer. So that's where I slept. Oh, I'm very sorry. Well, I'm sure they changed time. the mattress since then. Probably not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. soup. <laughs> so we drove out to the ghetto and came in, and Gina and DB are there, and DB's sort of sitting on his ass, and Gina's making this pumpkin soup. She's like, <laughs> sort of sitting on his ass. It's what he did. She's like, hollowed out this pumpkin. She's like, Calling all the gunk out of the middle of it and stirring it up with cream on the stove. She's like, this is going to be delicious. And I'm like, oh, I don't think it is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had only ever had pumpkin soup one other time, and it was gross then, too. <laughs> I had pumpkin so, and carrot soup, so yeah. I can Gina's like, that. this is just going to be wonderful. And she's stirring it, and it's cooking, and it's like boiling, <laughs> and it smells like death and grossness and awful. I made it several times at that point and loved it. Seriously? Yeah. Well, but you're not very good. I don't have good taste. (laughs) I I shopped at Walmart then, too. Yeah. You're not very, like, Mm. food has not, historically, food has not been your friend. It has not been. (laughs) You're much better at it now. Yes. But... We sat down, and there was pumpkin soup, and there was some crackers, and there was, like, Zestas, and some butter. <laughs> and it was, like, DB goes, you want some beer? We're like, nah, that's cool, man. <laughs> and uh, so we sat down, and she gave us the pumpkin soup, and I tried so hard to choke that down. And uh, Stick tried really hard to choke it down, and he's like, oh, that's, thank you. And he's even worse at yucky food than I am. But he eats lupus. Yeah, well, he grew up with it. No, so what do, you, what, what do you mean worse at he's, worse at yucky food than well, you? Well, he's a much pickier eater than I am. Like I eat lots more things than he does. Okay. He literally ate the same thing for breakfast for like twenty eight years. <laughs> Must have been good. Uh, you, you it know, was raisin bread for you. Must have been good for you. I will note that Nina has just discovered her white trash roots. Oh, I've been Okay, I'm like, yeah, we lived in the meth lab area. No, I know, I knew about, like, like, DBs, like, white trash roots. I didn't realize you were part of it. It was temporary. It was temporary. It was very short-lived. They went from, like, this beautiful, elegant neighborhood to, um, not because suddenly I found out we didn't have any money. <laughs> it was a shock. It's not it all got spent on home. beer. <laughs> what? What's that? Where he grew up was pretty white trash, so he probably felt right in place. He <laughs> seemed to feel pretty homey there. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. That was that was a, that was another good food adventure. I have I have a weird food story actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
full credit to my sister for this. Oh. She knew this was back, if, I mean, set your way back machine for uh. high school. <laughs> um, my, I came home and my sister had on the stove a pot <laughs> that had some olive green cream stuff in it. I didn't know what it was, but I figured it was probably in my best interest to move on. Fast <laughs> forward a couple of hours, and the pot is cleaned out. Like you could tell somebody had put a lot of work into Looking stripping a, a spoon around the insides or whatever and getting out everything that they possibly could mm -hmm. sitting in the sink. And then later on that night, I finally asked myself, like, what was in that? What was in that pot? And she kind of got this really hot and so clever look on her face. And she said, she kind of like whipped her balls out and said, it was butterscotch pudding. And she knew. She oh. knew what would happen if I had recognized that it was butterscotch pudding because I have zero self-control for butterscotch pudding. Did she put food coloring she in it? She put green food coloring in it. To make it this awful, awful color to keep me away from it. And it worked. And it worked beautifully. And I kind of like it. She's all really? diabolically crazy. I know. And I yeah. stood there. And when she told me what it was, I applauded her. I was like, way to go. That was amazing. That's yeah. Amazing. That was the best because That's why. I couldn't identify. <laughs> I could not identify what was in that pot. And I had no intention of doing so. Wow. And uh, she got me. Oh, she got me so good. That's awesome. Have you ever seen a meme where it was like, you know, like people like put their name on their like food at like a community fridge, like in a like like in a workplace? <laughs> it was yeah. There's eight shrimp and three thousand seven hundred forty two pieces of rice. Like <laughs> like in black. Like if you try to eat my shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like the ones about breast milk. Yeah. Like way to go, dumbass. That was my breast milk. That was my breast milk. I hope you liked it in your coffee mm, or your yum. Cornflakes or whatever you poured it in. Oh, Millie, man. what's the grossest food you ever had to eat? I don't know. That's a tough one. Was You're it something? Mine? Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Guess you're going to be cooking for yourself the rest of this month. <laughs> Hope you like eggs. Didn't T's mom make you like a fluff or nut or oh, butter? There was like bomb, some sweet, sweet thing that was pretty gross. Oh, I don't remember that. Like sugar and oh, yeah, yeah. sugar laced with Those sugar. sugar bomb things? Every Those... visit. Every visit. <laughs> it's just sugar bomb. Well, she wanted it. She, she wants to show her love. Oh, I yeah. get Like, I totally, my mom clearly loves me. The more but... the sugar, the more she loves you. Yeah. <laughs> well, well but it was, it was kind of worse with my mom, though, because <clears throat> she had, nutritionally <laughs> speaking, she had degraded to the point where she was pretty much like, dip, I had pictured her at her apartment opening up a can of Duncan Hines frosting and sticking a couple of fingers in it pretty deep and then that was lunch. That's a bad thing? Yeah, well if that's what you eat every day. That's oh. the only thing that she was eating. I mean she was staying away from nutritious foods and so <laughs> she came to visit us and um we really had <laughs> we really had a challenging time. Oh my god. He says, putting on his politically correct face. <laughs> we had a challenging time getting her to appreciate 
the struggles of getting a six-year-old to eat nutritious foods. Not that it was, not that it was Millie's fault because it wasn't. Nope. She was just six and in the world. So we had to teach her, you know, try these things and eat these and don't eat this and try not to do this and blah, blah, blah. And my mother on her visit would do her best essentially to, and I don't think she meant to, she was just simply reacting to things, but she was reacting badly. We also had a challenging time though, making her understand that we don't have that shit in our house. Like she'd be, True that. I'm going to make cupcakes. Do you have any cupcake wrappers? No, because we don't make no, stuff like that. No, you're not. <laughs> Well, do you have a cupcake pan? No, because we don't do stuff like that. Oh, do you have any frosting? No, because we don't do that. Speaking of double dipping, like frosting, that's exactly how Goldie Hawn got fat and got the hunter. That's she right. It is nothing but the double dip. Oh. Like, wow. like literally, like smearing it on her face, like <laughs> you know. So yeah. Goldie Hawn was fat in a movie. Yeah, and death hunter. Before you she got skinny seen? again. Hot. Before she got skinny and hot again. No, I didn't. Oh, that's a good movie. It is. So, so I saw one of my Goldie favorite Hawn. Bruce Willis roles of all time. Mm-hmm. In real life, I saw Goldie Hawn in real life. Really? Her trailer, yes, her trailer was parked in an area of Key West called Sears Town, which is way more disappointing than you'd think. <laughs> a shopping area know, called Sears, Sears Town. Store? Would be. I I Sears Town. Town. A whole town of Sears. Sears would be just as the store. Sears was kind of the anchor for this plaza area. Put on your Sunday best kids, we're going to Sears. <laughs> and her van or her mobile camper or whatever was parked in the parking lot closer to Wendy's than Sears. And it was there for weeks and weeks. I think it was probably there for months, actually. And every now and again, Goldie Hawn would come out of a trailer and do things. I, I don't, I, <laughs> acting things. I do acting things, <laughs> I, I assume. Um, but yeah, she was there. I actually, I saw several actors in, in Key West um, with varying degrees of, I don't know, interaction. <laughs> um, the worst, you mentioned earlier Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Sandra Bullock was in town because I think she they were shooting Speed 2, maybe? Cruise Control? Yeah, the cruise ship one. Awesome. And that would be why they were in Key West. And one night, she decided to go downtown to Rick's. Rick's Bar was the happening place. Everybody who lived in Key West kind of knew what hours to be at what bars and this particular Friday or Saturday night, Sandra decided that she wanted the entire upstairs of Rick's, which is pretty selfish mm. to a person who was just part of Key West Conk society and knew that going upstairs at Rick's, that's where you're supposed to be until about midnight. And the whole place was blocked off. There was nobody up there but Sandra and her private party, I guess. So I saw her from afar. But down below where the commoners were, we were all pissed off because we couldn't get up to we couldn't get up to Rick's to you know dance and drink and and enjoy. She had taken over the whole bar. 
I love it when people will use words like Segway but spell them like the, the like vehicle. The right, right. <laughs> Same thing for like Q versus Q. It's like there's a line up a Q, like we're lining up, and then there's Q, mm. the music. Yeah. Mm. But people interchange those, and yeah. it's like, it's mm. not a Q, it's a Q. They're like, it's not a hue, it's a line. First off, and you're America. First of all, England. First of all, thank you. First of all, that's that's Nina. Not I would, I would. If you're in America. Speak American. I would have instead of I would have. I would have. I would have. I would have totally done that for you. I would have you. Pacifically, I want you to, to use <laughs> correct grammar. I actually Millie, found that on a T-shirt. To say Pacific. I actually have a T-shirt because Millie used to say. Could you be more Pacific? And oh, you clearly good. need a library if that's what you say. <laughs> only if you go in February. Was I the only one who thought it was college cheese for a really long time? Yes, you were. Probably. <laughs> no, I thought that. Did you really? I did for a long time when I was a kid. What was the thing that my sister used to say cheese. all the time? And I love it when yeah. people say salmon. Oh. I had salmon last night. Okay, that's... Salmon what... rusty? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? That's what I was going to say. Do you ever wonder if... I know. We can pull it out. We just keep looking in each other's eyes. We can find it. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if people who read audiobooks ever bother to look at the area they're reading about to find out how things are properly pronounced? Because my professional opinion is they fucking don't. No, I, it's an audiobook. I, I can say this because... <laughs> I actually was thinking about this when I was leaving the house. I, I always tell like my home pod, like, hey Siri, play like a radio station so that way there's music so the dog doesn't hear else I know he's gonna forget. Well, for a while my Siri was male Irish. And dude could not say any nickname to say his life. I'm like, Aren't you from there, motherfucker? You don't know say MacArthur? Really? Well, I got so pissed off because there's one book I read that was based in Florida, and they kept saying conch shell. Wrong. And I'm like, I know, thanks to T, that's not right. Conch. It's conch. And I was, like, so into the book, and then she goes, and then I picked up the conch shell. I'm like, oh, no, fucker, I'm gone. Here in Texas, there's a lot of, like, normal words that they will pronunciate weird, I think, just because they're Texas. You mean they'll pronounce them weirdly? Well, she was making a point. Well, Must have been. I also I, remember. I even read them wrong now. Like I look like the word Manor. Manor, Texas. It's Manor. Everywhere else, it's Manor. We had you know, things like that. So I even read it wrong. I read it in this oh. fucked up, stupid, hillbilly Texas shit now. Oh, Manor, <laughs> M-A-N-O-R. Yes, we had. Manor. We had a thing in in the town we came from that was Manor Conference Center. It was yeah. M-A-N-O-R. Yeah, Manor. There was, okay, so one thing, there was another audiobook, just going back to that for a minute, that automatically lost me when they said Salina, Kansas. And I'm like, oh, that's Salina. Y'all are idiots. But I Did also, you stop reading the book? Listening almost, to the book? Almost. I was that pissed. Al, Al Roker said Salina one time, and I was like, what the fuck, Al Roker? I know. Al Roker, you're dumb. Get your shit right. And the same thing in Iowa. Iowa, I swear they mispronounce everything. Because it's not Gutenberg, Iowa. It's Guttenberg, Iowa. Yeah, it's not they, do they do that it's in Missouri, Missouri too, and, but they'll say Versailles, and then it's Versailles. Well, in uh-huh. St. Louis, there's a popular road that's um, actually Gravois, but they call it Gravoy. I know, and I've called it Gravois before, and I've had people look at me and go, what? Oh, so, yeah. so in but, response, I said, all right, then I guess I'm going to go to the Des Perez Mall. And they're like, bitch, that's the pair. 
And I'm like, then why isn't it Gorvois? Y'all are fucking confusing me. They do the same thing in New, in New York, though, because really? they have H-O-U-S-T-O-N Street, mm-hmm. and it's Houston. Houston. That's weird. South of, that's what Soho is, south of Houston. Houston, yeah. we have a problem. Aha! But there's, I mean, there's a ton of names. There are a ton of names in Texas that are pronounced in a way you wouldn't expect. B-E-X-A-R. Bear. Bear. That's what? bear. Bear. Mm-hmm. Bear. That's bear. bear. But, you know, some of those are native names and things like that. Now, if we're talking weird names, though, we got quite a rude awakening when we moved here and found out there was an actual town named White Settlement. Yeah. What the actual <laughs> fuck? White Settlement. Huh, okay. When... In Indiana, when we went through once, near Indianapolis, kind of northwest of it, you can literally go past an exit that if you go, if you take the exit and you go left, you go to Whitestown. If you go to left, yeah. you go to Brownsville. Yep. Yeah. Brownsburg. 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 That's right. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? What the we also have name? a place here called Possum Kingdom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that. My absolute favorite, though, is I remember the very first time I was driving from Houston to San Antonio, and I was like, did that legit just say Woman Hollering Creek? Like, yes. name it Woman yes. Hollering Creek. Woman just, Holler- There's a book about that by Sandra Cisneros. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, where I grew up, I'm not going to name it, and this may get a little too close, but I don't care, because it cracked, it, it killed me when it happened. They About 15, 20 years ago, they... Renamed all the roads for ambulance purposes, 911 purposes. Before that, all the roads just kind of had names. Wait, so they're like Code Blue, Stat, like what? Oh, yeah. oh, they Code Brown. Like, okay. I grew right. up on Rural Route 2. Okay. It's yeah. hard. And there were only two routes because I was in a very small town. Um, so, but uh, they renamed all the roads. And one of the roads traditionally growing up, I mean, there was White Lane, there was the road that goes past the river, and there was one called Mosquito Creek Road, which, given where I grew up, a lot of people shortened to Skeeter Creek, because you know, yeah. it is what it is. So when they renamed all the roads, they, they decided, we're going to make this easy, which I actually think this is smart. We're going to alphabetize the roads so that, you know, we, but, but they didn't think it through when they were going through, and they realized that the road on either side of Mosquito Creek, Mosquito Creek couldn't be spelled M-O and still fit fit in the alphabetical, but they didn't want to change the name of it because everyone knew it as Mosquito Creek Road or Skeeter Creek. So they spelled it Mosquito Creek. Oh, like mesquite, like the wood. Yeah, but with the O. Mesquito Creek Road, and someone in a, in my own town, I should you not, at one point got a board, painted Skeeter Creek on it, C R I C K, and plowed it that in next to the other streets. I've heard like a phonetic spelling kind of employed. So there we go, Mesquito Creek Road. I do love like finding like those weird intersections. You see that online too. It's kind of like the people of Walmart, but you yeah. can find like weird intersections, like like and and, and in Austin. And they had a rental there, and I wanted it so badly just because of the address. It was Dull Knife Road. <laughs> like, like, literally, like, I live at, like, 1254 Dull Knife. Oh, like, my God. Excuse me, say that again? A dull, as in, like, I not have... sharp enough to stab you. Knife, as in actually stab you. You know, road. There's <laughs> somebody who lives on Rifle Range Road. Oh, my gosh. There's a workbench road near 
uh, on one of the roads I take, I'm always like, I want to turn right on workbench. I That's, would. I would do it sometime. I would just be like, today I'm going to turn right on workbench. I know. Just I, 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 in speaking That's of right. mispronunciation, I just think anytime navigation can just give you the most funny, you know, Oh, like say that again. I'm going to turn around just so they can say turn left on, <laughs> turn yeah. right on, like, go back. You turn on. Can you turn on? We had, we had a GPS system that when we would go down a road called Blair's Ferry Road, the GPS, it was a really nice chipper woman. She goes, and next, turn right on Blair's Ferry Road. <laughs> well, over in Plano here in the Dallas area, um, that's, again, now I have the British Siri, the British yeah. male very proper. <laughs> You know, I usually say, I'm sorry, Julie, I don't understand. I'm like, yes, of course not. <laughs> um, but it's maple shade, and apparently there's no maple <laughs> because they don't know what maple is over there because he's like, turn right on maple shade line. You know, like maple, maple, <laughs> maple shade. Uh, Very proper. And, of course, then I, like, I keep waiting for him to, like, buck up on me because I'm always insulting him by saying, like, it's Egyptian, it's maple, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I'm so waiting for him to be like, you know, well, oh, you, you ignorant American slut. <laughs> I told you to turn right on maple shade and I meant it. For a little you while, not I had I would use Waze and for a little while, like they change it up every once in a while with different voices and for a little while Wiz Khalifa, no, not Wiz Khalifa. DJ Khaled. DJ guy, Khaled, yeah. yeah. For a little while, DJ Khaled was doing the voices, and it'd be like, turn right now! <laughs> and she'd be like, shit! <laughs> that's, like, that's like Tracy Morgan needs to do that stuff. It was funny. <laughs> you should hear John the Brit Nine, the Spice Isle. It's yeah. hilarious. And I, I specifically said hilarious because that's how AJ says it. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's all, it's, okay, I need some herbs. No herbs, sweetie. Well, he's, he's got a pass because he, you know, different, you know, like inflection or whatever. But my ex-husband would say just the wrong thing, like the wrong like pronunciation, the wrong application of the word all the time. Where I would start every once in a while, I would, oh, honey, it's this. Just because I wanted him to like not be stupid. But after a while, <laughs> after a while it's like just rock out hearing yourself. Just tell oh, the world that. You can make please. an entire episode just of this stuff. Yeah, so. You know, there is... Um, so I grew up on books. My mother grew up on books. For years, she pronounced scene, scheme, because she never, never heard, heard anyone it out loud. in her family say it out loud. And earlier tonight, I found out it's not Caraco. I thought wow. it was Blue Caraco. Curso, right? Curso. So 47 years old, and I learned a new fact today. Huh? You were today years old when you were. Well, That's and, right. and, the, and I, that, you're right. The whole idea of like reading a word repetitively but never hearing it pronounced. And that's why I like that you can literally go online and like tap something and go, oh, that's, you know. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. You, you kids know? are so lucky. We had to fuck up for years so someone correct. John the Brit had me write down words that I couldn't pronounce. Good. In a little notepad. That's and I bring it around with my books. That was a good, good idea. Yeah, yeah that's a good, good idea. idea. Well, I was just like the idea of, I, I use this like, movie as a reference so many times, but Showgirls. Oh my gosh. That movie. Dumpster fire of a movie, but there's so many <laughs> wonderful bon moms in there. And one That's of them. Well, I like to say, like, I'm like, like at work, like, I'm just going to yeah, show girls are down a flight of, flight of stairs. But, <laughs> um, but the whole point is that she's like an ignorant whatever. And she calls Versace Versace. 
Right. So that's why the that whole joke is always like, oh, it's first day. It's the first day. I used to say goosey. I. Goosey. <laughs> All right. I was in a hearing once where the guy was talking about um, whatever, but he was talking about this building in particular, and he goes, well, it has a brick facade. And I'm sitting there going, okay, even I know that. Really? You're wrong. It's not facade. <laughs> but I forgot. I, ten years later, I'm still laughing about facade. Okay, so I had a girlfriend years and years ago who <clears throat> we, we were set up on kind of a blind date. And, um, I think it's a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> was it your mom again? None of them turned out wasn't my mother. Okay. <laughs> um, so we went out a couple of times, and one evening I um, brought her back to my place, and she noticed my computer and my keyboard. This is um, early 90s, mid-90s. So I had a keyboard, a type of keyboard, starts with an E, that um, the edges are flat and then they kind of come up in sort of a small hill. And they do that for uh, your ability for your fingers to more easily reach the keys. Um, long word starts with an E. I'm not going to say it. Elephantitis. Elephantitis. And she came in and, and, you know, looked at my room and saw that. My computer set up, and she said, oh, you have an erogenous keyboard. <laughs> and that's the point where, yeah, my eyes started to twitch a little bit. But, Go back to the foot fetish. Um, there was no foot fetish. Ever. Well, no, I mean, it's just... Oh, for her. Yeah, full circle. Um, <laughs> erogenous zone. Anyway, fast forward maybe two weeks, and I'd had enough. It wasn't. It wasn't fun anymore for me. I couldn't take it. I couldn't. I couldn't take having to decipher the words she was saying uh, and match them up with what her actual intent was. So, um, so that had to stop, and it stopped. Didn't and you once date a guy who couldn't spell quick? Well, <laughs> well I didn't know that what had happened was <laughs> I don't know that he couldn't spell quick. All right, so I'm sorry I had to. He was very, very handsome and very, very nice. He was pretty. And he had. It wasn't me. He treated me to lots of nice things and we went on really good dates. And so we drove past the quick stop one time. And, you know, quick stop it is spelled K W I K. And I said, you know, I just hate when they spell things wrong on signs. And he said, oh, me too. Wait, what's spelled wrong? So you can give him that a little bit because on the sign, it's spelled K-W-I-K, but it's always spelled that way for quick stop. So maybe he was just like, it's spelled that everything's right on that. Right. That's the name of the quick yeah. stop. You know, so maybe he was just not processing. So I kind of let that one slide. There were a couple other little things every once in a while. And then finally at the end, when I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this anymore. I said something to him. I don't even remember what it was. And he basically said, oh, yeah, that's just stupidity. And I'm like, okay. Let me out of the car. <laughs> and I can just pull over here and stop. That's fine. So when it, when we said stupidity, I realized that I couldn't see him anymore. I don't matter how pretty he was. I think my ovaries shut down when I heard my husband say that 
it was a really bad stigmata that he had, you know, that. that <laughs> I think any stigmata one has would be really bad. And, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, like, I, I have literally almost driven off the road a couple of times with my car. Usually it's from laughing, looking at the person like, oh my God. But it was more like, I literally could not take my eyes off of him. Like, say that again. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean it. So oh, speaking boy. of having to stop the car. <laughs> Millie's been responsible for that a Multiple few times. times. <laughs> so she's done some of her best work from the back seat of the car, I've and I've had to really, really try to control the the control of the car in the wake of what she said. Oh yeah. Uh, example number one. We asked her. Okay. Oh, how do I say this? Um, I'll just say that she confused. The word I said with the definition of retired. I can, oh, no. I can do the story. Okay, why don't you do it? Because okay. I'm trying to find a way not to that offend people. And... So, no. okay. so, what actually happened was we were in the car and there had been a news story or something that came across my desk. This was when I was working for the Economic Development Agency. There was a local group called Community. Community area retarded citizens and they did work with handicapped people mentally challenged people and they would help them and place them into agencies within without you know throughout the community to help them get jobs and and things like that plus they would also do things like they would have shredding drives where you could take your shredding to their place and they would do the shredding for you and they were it was a fantastic agency um and we were talking about them just named that an unfortunate point in history yeah, 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 absolutely. But once you have developed that name and, and you've really built the name up, you can't really change it. Mm-hmm. So um, we were talking about it, and we said something to Millie about, do you know what retarded means? Because we were trying to educate her and say, you know, this is what it means. We have um, a, a niece who actually has Down syndrome. She's beautiful, just like a sweet beautiful little girl and we love her so much and she loves Millie and Millie loves her and we were going to try to you know draw that com- comparison for her and so we said do you know what the word retarded means and Millie said yeah of course anybody over the age of 65 <laughs> I was driving and we both just completely lost it and I, I didn't realize for a little while, I, I was like, no, 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 that's not what that means. And we explained to her what it meant. And it wasn't until the next day that I realized that she thought we were saying retired. <laughs> <laughs> it took me probably a full day. So I was like, <gasps> she thought we meant retired, not retarded. <laughs> so uh, despite the fact that it's an unfortunate name, it was one of those kind of situations where you're just like, holy shit, I couldn't believe she said that. Anyone over the age of 65. So I will out myself on this one. When I was, oh. So I will out myself with this one. When I was little, um, and Nina knows what this is like, my mom incessantly talked about my father's ass. She loved his ass. She thought he had an amazing ass. She's always like, look at that ass. I don't know, wait a minute. And she'd be like, hun, that ass is Swedish. Because it's a jacked up little ass, little round ass, and it's perfect. And 
find a man with a Swedish ass. I mean, mom was all about my dad's butt. It was really horrifying. I cannot imagine her saying any of that. Yeah, well, that's because you're her granddaughter. And as we mentioned earlier, you're different with your kids than your grandkids. So that's true. we were behind a car um, one night going out to dinner. And we pulled up behind this little yellow sports car with... Um, big back tires that had the back end of it up in the air. And I'm like, oh, car, that, that, um, and I said, oh, mom, that car must be Swedish. It has a jacked up ass like dad and it's blonde. Wow. <laughs> and my dad stopped the car and looked at my mother. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's so amazing. What have you been telling her? <laughs> I was like nine, 11. That's so amazing. <laughs> Yeah, you always have to be really careful of the things you say in front of your children. Yeah. I have been permanently scarred by, like, you know, you know, people always joke about, like, did your parents ever have the talk with you? And <laughs> I, I honestly can say kind of. My Mine mother, didn't. Nope. When I was about, I think I was eight. Yeah, there's a church. The very first time that my mom, on maybe her fourth or fifth rum and coke, Leaned across the table and said, "Your father is the only man who's ever made me orgasm." Oh! And here I am, like eight years old or nine. That's or not first of all, I was like, <laughs> "What is that?" And uh, then, ew! I have, that's a and lot again, of weird right that's, a, that's a lot of weird. But more importantly, again, that's the first time she told that story to me. <laughs> I've heard that story no less than probably 20 times in my life. Always. So I can't, like, someone says I want a rum and coke. Instantly, I'm thinking, my mom and oh my head oh that story. God. You know, like, so yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks, mom. When my, my parents divorced Star. when I was um, about 12. And uh, fortunately, mom waited a little while before she started telling me all kinds of things that I really didn't need to know. <laughs> but uh, one particular evening, just out of nowhere, she starts telling me about what a poor lover my father was. Oh, Holy. my gosh. Nope. Oh, I don't know what's worse. I, I was like, can, can I Can I leave? Can I go? Can, oh, do you is there a door? Do you know? want to know what my talk was like? My mom was nervous as hell, and she sat me down one day and said, okay, so... Do you know how sex works? And I'm like, we live on a farm. I've seen the cats, the cattle. And she goes, okay, thank God. We can just talk about the emotions. Like, okay, mom was so thrilled. Well, <laughs> I have to add a little kicker to my mom's story is that my mom and dad have been married for almost 50 years. They got together when they were 14 and 15. So, of course, I'm doing the mental math like, how early and who else? And oh my, the only man. I hope so, because in my mind, he should have been the only man, you know? And you had sex exactly twice one from my brother and one from me, you know? So, what happened it. with this story? And to this day, like, I, I've never asked for clarification. <laughs> well, I didn't ask for anything. <laughs> no, it's like, my mom, the story. And she just volunteered. But at the same time, it still kind of sticks in my brain. Wait, wait, wait. The math, like, I've never been good at math, and now I know why. Because, <laughs> like, I never wanted to learn because that math problem blew my circuits. <laughs> yeah, that would that wouldn't be helpful. I mean, it's bad enough when we kiss in front of Millie and she's like, ew. But I, I say know. stuff just to aggravate Millie. Yeah, we do that. 
I do. I, well, I do that it makes just sense. That's like but she knows I'm teasing. Her. Right. That's I mean, our it job still makes parents. her throw up in her mouth a little bit, but still, so, I do. I do it for fun. Well, yeah. you don't want her to be like, "Yeah, get it, T." Like, <laughs> get it. Silly's <laughs> <laughs> face right now. Break that I like. Shit. I like doing that. I, I I could say that I've done She's that to her face horrified. a few times, and I love that expression. <laughs> She's like, "Oh." Do you want to Tina to take some pressure off? So Nina, what does that even mean? What did it say? <laughs> you always talk about John the Brit's ass, and it's annoying. I take after my mother. Yeah. <laughs> also, you ruined Princess and the Frog for me. I did because that's why we had the talk. Yeah. So she apparently thought it would be a great idea to right after we watched Princess and the Frog tell me about sex, which was like oh. not. And then how old were you? I was nine. You were uh, nine. It was, nine? It was, it was middle school. Was you were old. It was not in fifth grade because it, we were no about way. to have sex ed in fifth grade. That I wanted to I wanted to preempt sex ed and I thought we'll make a night of it. We'll have a girls' night, we'll have a sleepover in the basement, we'll watch a fun movie, and apparently that, that was absolutely cool. all the wrong choices. <laughs> no, it was fine. The, it was the right choice up until Bluff came downstairs and you smacked him on the John the came Oh and up what? until John the Brick came down downstairs and he smacked him on the ass. <laughs> well, it was worse, too, because we had been talking about the emotions involved in it, right? Yeah. And and John the Brit knew what we were going to be discussing that night because I talked to him about it because I told him if we ever have a boy, which we do, that'll be your turn, which I know it won't be because he won't be able to handle it. Love you, sweetie. Uh, but, um, but he came down right after we had the talk and Nina's terrified. She's like, because I mean, she's like, well, if you say it's better with love, then you must have really wanted me. And I'm like, <gasps> oh. And I'm like, I don't know if you remember that, but you said that. Well, I'm like, jackass. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're learning today. And I'm like, yeah, we did really want you, sweetie. She's, wow. And then John the Brick came downstairs, and he looked at the terrified look on Nita's face, and he looked at me, and he's looking back and forth, and... And uh, I just looked at him and said, I love you, dear. And Nina began to crumble because she's like, not love, not love. I heard about love, not love. <laughs> not love. And somehow, John the Brit, this is one of the reasons why I love him so much, he, something clicked in his head. He goes, I love you, too. I want to love you right now. And Nina just lost her shit. <laughs> it's brilliant. So, yeah, that's awesome. Boy, we did take, you started this off on weird sex, and we just kept on the whole section. We well, crazy. I think that nothing can top Gonzo's proboscis and chicken cloaca. Because <laughs> <laughs> even if he didn't have romantic intent towards Camilla and the chicken, he nudged her enough. <laughs> you know, love is what is important, right, Nita? Walk, walk, walk. You just go away from it. <laughs> Not that way, though. Stop. You see, it ruined the words. I've ruined it forever. Yay me. I do suck the fun out of everything. This morning, um, Nina found out that the day I married John the Brit, her, um, she said, Mom, you suck the fun out of everything. She's yeah, like, that was an interesting trip. That's what we're learning is that I was an annoying child. Everyone You is. were a kind child, though. You were very sweet. You what? were... Well, okay. On that same trip, you were so overwhelmed that when your mom and John went to get um, their marriage license, I took you to, I don't know, M&M's World or some bullshit place. 
and uh, you got a cookie, and then you offered me the whole cookie. We were walking away, and you had it, and you're like, do you want this cookie? I was like, wow, that's super sweet of you. And we all know I love my food. <laughs> I was super surprised that you would do that, because you had been such a dick up till then. I was I still feel so bad that at your wedding, you were going to spend the night with me and Nina, but you were like, oh, I'm mom, oh, I'm mom, oh, I'm mom, and finally we called you, and she's like, bring her over. I'm like, but, but, but I'm failing you, so. It was fun. Anyway, so. Well, it wasn't, but. <laughs> what could we do? What are we going to do? I'm sorry. You I should have leaned over and said, so I'm your tease, the only man who's ever known. <laughs> <laughs> That would have made her send right back. Here's your payback, Millie. He's the only man that ever made me orgasm. (laughs) And Millie is crawling into the wall. It's true. (laughs) I'm not surprised. And oh, Millie's no. finger gestures from such a pristine girl. Double bird. Double bird. Oh, she just carried Carrie Fisher your asses. (laughs) Yes, she did. And Nina and Millie will be leaving shortly to go, oh my god, can you both fucking believe that? <laughs> Those people are ridiculous. I know. Yeah, I did not need to know where I was conceived. That was not something <laughs> I ever wanted to know. I am so sorry. I'm... I've been I've been overly thinking about that. Like basically <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's anything you can now overthink. Now where specifically you have been conceived. I'm just saying in general. Because then you think about like birthdays, right? Because I'm like, you know, social media is constantly reminding you it's so and so's birthday, right? right. So I start to I start to do math, which again is not my strong suit. But I'm like, did they fuck on Valentine's Day? Is that why he's here? You know, or like, was that a birthday? Like, is that a Christmas baby? Was that I like a tax refund baby? That's what I think. What I was. I know. Um, so I know my dad took his vacation. He took all six weeks every year at the same time. I know I am a tail. I am a tail end of vacation baby. I see. Like not just like when, but also like. Yeah, was I it just like because, like you know, when people like have like kink, going back to the kinks, it's like I'm not saying foot fetish stuff, but you in general, anniversary baby. Like sometimes oh, it's like necessity. Like... This is where you can do it. But like, like what if it was like it was like Valentine's Day, but it was also like the alley behind the chilies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, like, I, you think I love about you, it. baby. Here in the alley <laughs> behind <laughs> the chilies. Exactly. I'm just like where I know, I know. someone who seriously was. Their dad had a surprise day off, and there was nothing handy, and they thought, eh, one day isn't going to make a difference. Yeah. And then someone I love was born. That's what I'm saying. Like, you never know, but it's so, just, like, the weird story. Like, again, if you're a plushie, it's like, and then mommy and daddy dressed up like bears, you know? And then, you know? Because it was, like, payday, and, you know, the club was, you know, free that day. <laughs> I mean, like, like your mom was a fox. Well, no, a fox. I mean it. Your mom <laughs> or, or when was a fox. People like name their kids like after like the girl I knew that was named after the drink that her mom got drunk on the night she was conceived. Or, like, oh my god! My tie. No, Cuvassier. Um, <laughs> I really wish I didn't listen to that episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. Want Did you me. drink my ties when you were listening? I never drink a my tie, and now I never will. Okay. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, what are you saying? My mother on a podcast episode confessed that she got, the reason she slept with my father to conceive me was she was drunk on my tie. Well, we also really, really wanted you. 
not laugh. Just <laughs> there's at home can discern all the caring attention happening here. <laughs> I love you, Nina Pina. And Nina's holding Wait, her cup with both really hands again. If you really wanted her, why did you need the Mai Tai? Because of who her dad is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I totally get that. Ouch, I think. Oh. Oh, we all, we all the, love her feelings towards Phoebe. At that time... It wasn't that bad yet. No, I, at that time I was still totally enamored with him. So... So well, I, I know the conditions... <laughs> I know the conditions of conception for the child of a very dear friend of mine okay and i've kind of sw i can't I just, help but think of them every time he's old enough now where he's on facebook and facebook has the balls to suggest that i friend him <laughs> i never will because he was conceived on my sofa oh oh it was a night where we had my best buddy in the world and his wife i think she was wife at the time uh came up to visit my um my roommate and me and they slept on the couch and they made him on that couch and i can't not think of that every time i see his picture all i think of is my furniture <laughs> I, maybe I that's, that a, maybe that's a little him, selfish. No. Did they name him Devan? Funny, but no. Chesterfield. Thank um, you. Chesterfield. Otto. Chesterfield. That's great. Auto. Awesome. Uh, Love but, it. Keep it coming. That, well, uh-huh. Like, I, I had one, though. I had, I had a good one. I was going to say, like, what is, like, some weird behavior that you do that you think if anybody saw you do it, like, in the private, like, you literally normally... Don't have an audience, and if someone was like standing there, you'd be like more self-conscious. They would say, "What what weird shit are you doing? Why well, dance when I clean?" Okay. No. No, you don't clean. <laughs> That's, something That's something John the Brit would say. Mm, something that if so other people saw you, all of the things, all of the things. She doesn't do anything. Um, well, I don't do I, I don't do anything weird, but I, I mean, I don't think I do anything weird. But I guess maybe that's like the definition, right? Like people say, "Well, well I'm just fucking this panda bear. Why is that weird?" Exactly, that weird. exactly. I don't think it's weird. Why should anybody think it's weird? Chicken. What are you looking at me for? Um, but um, I have to dig things out of my nose occasionally. Things that are grown in the nose, and uh, I would. Really, probably, pretty much, be mortified if I was caught doing that. <laughs> you aren't talking about like gold yeah. digging. Gold digging. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. sometimes it, there's there's gold that's so. blocking the yeah. cavity, and I need to. It's got to go. That's not that weird. It's no, it's not that weird, it. but still, it's something that I would honestly, I would be, I would be mortified. You know, if Gina walks in and I'm knuckle deep in a nostril. <laughs> I don't want to have to explain that. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory because I'm knuckle deep in a nostril, but uh, I don't want to be caught doing that. I was just trying to touch my brain. <laughs> I was just itching my brain. My brain has an itch. <laughs> oh. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. There, I got it. Okay. Hmm, let me think. All I can come up with is all the things. All the things. Everything you do is weird. 
And the thing is, I, I'm sorry, i got to go back to the notes no, you, thing you while you're thinking. Um, <laughs> it's going to take a while. It's so funny to see people jamming fingers in their nostrils while they're driving. Yeah, in the ah. car. They always do it at stoplights. Yeah. Stop like, like, it's, like, it's almost like they want to invite people into their nose. They're music. going oh, for the it. Oh, man. It's like, get it. Get it. Get after it. Go. Like, I kind of want to cheer them on. <laughs> I want to root them on. Like, get it. Get it. Go. But if they saw me, I know they'd be, you know, mortified and they'd speed off and I'd never get the chance to root them on again. <laughs> I, I always like it when I see somebody jamming up. I do that, and I think some people think I'm nuts, but I like it. I like it. I like when I see somebody jamming out. I'm like, go you. Your windows are pretty that. dark, aren't they? Aren't so, not dark really. Thing? They're not too dark. You got like yet. the cool like, sports cars. Well, I, I do, but like, but still, like the windows are not tinted, too tinted. But when I do, some people like I think they're trying to figure out what I'm listening to because I'm not like on a radio station. Right. I have my own like Apple Music playlist, and I think they're really like sometimes I can leave them like kind of like almost like. Like, trying to figure out, like, what the hell I'm playing as I'm, you know, doing it. I, not... I do like catching people rocking out and then kind of start throwing the rock hands, you know, <laughs> behind them so that if they look up and see me, they know that they're busted. Nice. I, I don't mind if I'm busted. I'm all, yeah. Yeah, yeah shout <laughs> at the devil. Um, but a weird thing that I admit to doing, and I'm still to this day why I do this, but I, carbs are my jam. As I learned, because I stepped on your scale, and I need to cut back, because <laughs> I gained weight. But I love, like, the fresh, hot bread loaves you can get of that weird metal, like, how do people not get sued? <laughs> you touch it, and, like, you got, like, a fourth-degree right. burn, like, on your arm, trying to get the bread out of the hot, like, bread like container. Thing. I will immediately get back to my place with this hot bread. I will... <laughs> Literally have like a stick of butter oh, and the no. bread. Oh no! Don't. And I will just like rub the no. butter stick. <laughs> don't like do I would it. rip off like a hunk of bread. Like in that, it gets better. I do that. And then where I, are you standing when you're doing this? I literally walking around my like in zigzags eating this bread. Oh, you're in your apartment. <laughs> okay, so you're not in the grocery store. No, I'm, no. <laughs> that, that well, was my concern. I mean, I, I wait. I, I, I'm sure we're straight. I'm like, I'm not in the Batmobile. Like you know, buttering up my bread, but, like, I literally will just, like, like, take the butter, like, I'm, like, rubbing, I don't know, like, a crayon on a, and just walk around eating my rip-off bread, butter it, and you know what, what you do, in your, it's cool, what you do in your home, <laughs> now, if you were doing that in the store, though, I mean, come on, no, that would be pretty rad, all right, Millie, what's your weird thing? I don't really have anything weird. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think I do that's weird? I don't know. Well, we were talking about weird ways you sleep. Oh, and that's You true. and I both have the same thing. Oh, yeah. I, like, sleep with my feet up in the air. Like, like you're, like, in a swim tuck? No, like, like this. Like, like just like that kind of thing. Someone was doing that this morning. No, yeah, I sleep with my knees up, yeah. We were talking then, about how... Like, You're I'll, studying psychology? I am studying psychology. Okay. I don't know. No, how do I explain that? that? Huh. I, <laughs> Millie and I both found out that we both sleep with our <laughs> ankle, like the back part of your ankle, like your Achilles tendon between your big toe and second toe. What? Yeah, like this. I sleep like this. Like, That's it's, a thing? Yeah, it's really comfortable. Like, 
Yep. No matter how I'm sleeping, I'm somehow I'm like I wake up I'm like oh. But it's always the same foot for me. No, it changes. I, all right, so I heard a thing about that sort of. If you no, if you have a preference of crossing one leg in front of the other, and you always cross the same leg over the other, um, someone once told me that that you have that preference because that's how you were positioned in the womb. I heard that. I've heard that. But I always wondered, like, you know, when you cross your arms, I cross my arms like this, and some people cross their arms like this. So I don't know if there's a difference. We're all crossing our arms like switching the other way. <laughs> Try switching like so you cross your arms your normal way, way, right? And then all you do to switch it is I, I'm unsettled. I I, I kind of have a weird sleeping pose. I kind of do what I call the Madonna because I will like kind of have this weird body, but I'll, I literally like will sleep like strike a pose, <laughs> like like you know, like <laughs> like kind of leaning on this hand, like with this arm kind of up, like I'm about to serve a tray of like I don't know pizza. I sleep like that too, though. Like, just like, strike a pose. I yep. sleep like this, with one arm way up high. I have a question. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like you're hey. Yeah, I sleep like on one arm with my arm laying down under my pillow, and then my other hand is right underneath my... But our cats are training... Well, one of our cats is training us, and here he is right here, is training us to do that, because he likes to cuddle up. He likes to cuddle up against our chest, and he wants us on our... Okay, he wants me on my side, anyway... <laughs> I have to be facing, like, in order for me to and be acceptable to, to him. <laughs> no, stop. It's a cat. Yeah. Don't Jill, say one well. fucking word about Gonzo. <laughs> or Gene but Hackman. But he wants me on my side. <laughs> but if Just I'm laying on my side, facing in toward the center of the bed, then he'll come up and he'll curl up it's right at my chest. Congress of the cow. <laughs> Kama Sutra, page 12. <laughs> but he does the same thing with her, though. Oh. He does it whichever way I'm laying. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has a specific preference with me, apparently. Uh-huh. I have some preferences with you. <laughs> Again, how can this Does it involve a cat? Nope. So, Nina, what's something you weird me do? Uh, what's something weird you do? Pretend I said that right. Probably a lot of things. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. Can't narrow it down? Yeah, like, well, <laughs> if sleeping, I, like, do the same thing as with your arm. One of our, my favorite pictures of Nina, she was four. She was asleep like this, literally. So Upside down on the couch. Up on the back of the couch, and her head down over the back of the seat. Yep. Just like that. She slept like this for she's hours. Like, she's doing the work from work thing. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. Well, I was four. Well, you were four, but I think you still do it, if we're being honest. Because I saw how you were sleeping last night, and that's weird. How was I sleeping last night? Like this? Yeah, yeah, that's how I sleep. So I sleep with a leg over the other, and then an arm underneath, like my arm over my head, like a little knee. That's okay. I mean, sleeping positions are very subjective, I think. There was a guy, when I was in boot camp, there was a guy in my company that slept that way. And there was actually an explanation offered for why he slept that way. Um, you know, boot camp was a time where everybody's really confused and they're, you know, they're mixed up and everybody's out of their element and they're, everybody's insecure and 
you know, it, it's a rough time for everybody in the entire company. But this particular guy <coughs> would sleep on his back with his legs up. Sort of like a fetal position, but but on his back. What? And um, th- Yeah. And there was a significance. I, I seem to recall there was a significance to the sleeping position. Um, wow. And that's so kind of... craziness. It had to do with security. It had to do with, you know, kind of like a defensive pose. I'll offer up my weird thing. What is it? How I eat popcorn. Yeah, that is pretty weird. I go through it piece by piece. I very rarely pick up a handful and shove it in at once. I pick up piece by piece. I bite off the crunchy bits, and I put the soft round part in a bowl for when I'm done. And then at the end, I have all this wonderful little soft bits that I can just mow down all at once. And that's really super see, Yeah, I yeah, love that was like, normal. Just because, like, my mom did it. Do you I, do that? No, but I used to dip it in yogurt. Yogurt? Ew. Do you not remember that? I, I do. And I, I, when, now that you've said it, I do, but I'm still appalled. Yeah, so I'd get, like, I would get a thing of yogurt when I was eating popcorn. And so this is why I got fat. Because I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I needed a sauce for everything. Like, I, even popcorn, I was like, I need a sauce. She looked out at AJ. I do love sauce. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. So, I don't know where you get the food focus. Hi. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You're talking to a whole room full of people who have food issues. Yeah. Yes. So. This is true. So what about you? I you said my thing. I did the sleeping thing and I danced when I cleaned. Oh, that's right. You did. You did. I forgot. It was so mild, though. I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I sleep weird and I dance when I clean. And I dance a lot. It's and mild I sing. for me and mother. I sing. Well, you guys are both crazy weird, though. <laughs> I really have to suppress this ongoing urge to, like, sing out things when people say certain, like, they'll say Same. certain things. Oh, yes. Yeah. And a certain tone of voice where I feel like, like I have to instantly supplement. I know. Yeah, but sing the song that goes with whatever they just said. But, but even, like, the joke. Like, when someone says stop forcefully, I don't know if it's, like, hammer time. <laughs> Or in, in the, the name, name of love, or like whatever, <laughs> you know, it's like, a weapon yeah, exactly, or... it's just, you know, <laughs> oh, I kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. If someone says, I see, I want to go a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche. 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 You know what? what? Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I don't know if you know this, because I don't know if you've seen the show, but it's from an Australian show, but I get stuck in my head, it's like, she's a naughty girl with a... Bad habit. Bad habit for drugs. Millie <laughs> <laughs> and I were just in like Forever 21. I'm just like, she's a naughty girl with a bad habit. Bad habit for drugs. It just gives me the weirdest look. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, is that from Flight of the Concords? No, it's from this, I forget what it's called, but it's this guy, this Australian dude who plays a girl, like a teenage girl in high school. In Australia. So and just this morning, so just this morning, Millie was uh, in our bedroom with us this morning as we were just kind of waking up and drinking coffee and whatever. And she's playing with the cat, and the cat runs off. And Millie says, Kitty, come back. And I followed with, any kind of fool could see there was something in everything about you. (laughs) Kitty, come back. You can blame it all on me. 
I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. <laughs> and Millie just kind of gave me a blank stare, and I gave her a blank stare back. And then from the from the ensuite, I hear Jillian just start busting out laughing. <laughs> and as dad, it's my job to do kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Pretty much all the time, and I yeah. do. There you go. <laughs> Usually we can finish each other's song lyrics that happen. Yeah, because we'll be right there facing each other. So I would say one part, and then she would just say, oh, well, you know, in the same nonchalant kind of conversational way, say the next verse. And then yeah, I, I would be like, Kitty, you can blame it all on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I just can't live without you. <laughs> well, I, I really... It, when people talk about, like, the most fantastical thing that could happen to you, people always put, like, crazy stuff out there. Like, I want to, like, jump out of a plane. I want to visit Mars. Go to movies. <laughs> I, that's a whole episode in itself. But I literally want to have, like, a spontaneous dance number just bust out around you sometimes. I do, Like, too. I would love it if like I was, like, in, like... or something? Yeah, well, yeah, but, like, but for somehow we all oh. magically are coordinated, and I'm, like, the lead, like... You know, dancing in the middle of like Target because like because that's your mecca. That, it's that, is, that is that is that is church. That is true. Um, but I just think that would be the raddest thing in the world if like suddenly you're just like you know I got something to say. And everybody starts flipping around and dancing and streamers are going out like like a true so dance number. That would be amazing. Oh. Especially if like how they sh- always end in those shows where suddenly they just stop and just yeah, everybody's going back to like you know polishing never plates and stuff. That. You know, I'm never comfortable with that kind of a segue. I don't. I love it. I would I love it. Like it would be it. amazing. Oh, or if you had to sing your way out of bad shit, <laughs> I'm sorry, officer, you know, or whatever. Like just, you know, I tried and it didn't work. <laughs> well, I'm saying or whatever. It is. Then you gotta yeah. cry. They can't handle crying. That's a that would help story. people who like. If I really wanted to show how I was really feeling, because my face does not always yeah. match, it'd be really great if I could just kind of like, I'm not mad at you, you know, <laughs> or I'm having a rough day, you know, just. Jazz Hanson, Rexy and I have had a couple of times where we had to interview people, and Rexy's face is not conducive. To <laughs> I have people. a face for radio. Let she me tell you, does. It's one of those things, but not like an ugly, can't. busted way. More like a no. holy shit, you can tell what she's thinking instantly on <laughs> instantly. her face. <laughs> instantly, you can tell what she's thinking. Well, that could be like, let's make this our last question. Okay. In an interview, or in a situation where you were just talking to someone. And you asked him a question. What's the weirdest shit that somebody has ever said to you in response to a question? I'll start with you, Nina. Oh, oh. I need a second to think. All right. Take a second. I'm just thinking about how I need a thing to It's so meta. All right. How about you? Start with you. I think, what was it? I had... Okay, it wasn't an interview, but it was someone that I had just begun to work with. And I'm like, I just met her. And I was going to be her boss. And I'm like, oh, it's great to meet you. And she goes, oh, yeah, I have this to-do list. And she showed me like three full pages. And I'm like, oh, that's quite a to-do list. We should do it, see what we can do to get you help. She goes, yeah, because I'm just overworked. And by the way, can I have access to your email? And I'm all, um, no. 
She goes, okay, because the last two people I worked for, I had access to the email, and I just took care of it for them. And I'm like, I have a feeling I'm going to have to talk about you via email to HR a lot. So, no, you may not have access to my email. But that was just the weirdest, most presumptuous thing that I think anyone is like upon meeting, within five minutes of meeting. I've got one, actually. All right, um, go ahead. And it's sort of similar to yours in that um, I was in the service, and uh, I had just been introduced to this guy. He was a petty officer, second class, former Marine. Um, and he chooses to introduce himself um, at the time when we were just receiving our evening meal. And uh, I'm introduced to him and given his name, and, and I greet him and say hello. And his response is, and it's really loud, and I'm sorry, this is kind of vulgar, but again, military slash marine. You I fucking my food? <laughs> Okay. I was an E3, maybe an E4 at the time. This guy was a very senior E5. Um, so he outranked me is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I was instantly caught between, well, the guy's my superior, so I can't. What do I say back to this? What do I say back to this guy? Uh, no, your food looks awful. Oh, wait, that didn't go over well. well exactly that. right. <laughs> and... Uh, at this point, I don't recall what I said. I probably just stood there with my face open <laughs> because I had no idea how to respond to him. There. So there, there was mine. Okay. I All right, Rexy. Interviewing a guy. I was working at a framing store, so I was like, it was kind of like I, I expect a lot of art majors, kind of quirky weirdos, and he had the stereotypical trying way too hard, like waxed, crazy mustache, and the whole shebang. I think he even had fucking suspenders on. But anyway. Is this Austin? No, this is Houston. But. Oh, okay. So I was running through the standard questions about, like, give me a time when, like, customer service issues. I forgot exactly how the question was phrased. But he basically was trying to describe this, in his words, bitch of a customer, which you never want to say during an interview for a customer service position. Wow. But he said that she was like, and I quote, the 100th loof balloon. But devoid of joy. Oh my lord! Wow. And I literally, I literally. I kind of have to applaud. Exactly, because I had this. I, I think like instantaneous. I was like, "What? Oh, huh? huh All like once where I was confused, but impressed. But like, how do I write this down? What do I say after that? Because normally they try to coach you to say things like, "Well, thank you for that." You don't want to like give them any like hints that they're doing well or not doing well, which I always blew because my face. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, wow. I was just like, uh, so, um, when can you start? You know, like, I mean, like, it was, it was the weirdest, most random thing. That's a pretty random Somebody's thing. ever yeah. said. So I, to this day, every once in a while, when I hear 99 people, I imagine like, a wow. sad dude with like a snidely whiplash mustache and suspenders holding sad. Like gray balloon that could barely like float, <laughs> deflated and barely floating. Like wow. an kind of dragon balloon. Wow, <laughs> Millie, how about you? What do you think is the weirdest thing somebody, a teacher maybe, has said to you? I think. What like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which one? There's many with teachers. Why don't you talk about the one where they told you you shouldn't be saying that? 
There's many of those too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that one. So, with my Tourette's, I had one where I say I have Tourette's, and then my head would like obviously like do a whole spasm thing and like look all directions. And this teacher comes up to me. She's like, um, you should not joke about having disabilities. I'm like, what? And then I start laughing, which I probably isn't the best thing to start doing. But I'm like, I actually do have, and that's one of my tics. And she goes, oh, oh, um, have a nice day. So, <laughs> as I'm walking away, can I say it? Yeah. I yell, cunt! <laughs> like, and I go, still a tick. And then she's, and I like, she kind of just had this look on her face like, oh god, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, that was one of Millie's batter ticks when she started going, cunt! <laughs> Not for me, I was humiliated. I know. Oh, humiliated. I was just like, oh my god. Oh, the no. worst thing, I think, about your the ticks in your last school year was that you, she was picking things up that we don't, we don't say those things we don't even say those things in the car when we're driving about other drivers. Like you just, it's it's some pretty heinous stuff. But she's picking it up from these kids, probably boys mostly, who are trying these words on before classes. And unfortunately, her mind is kind of like a no pest strip. It just all the bad stuff just kind of sticks to it, and then it comes out at eleven o'clock or whatever later, and she can't. I mean. It's oh. part of Tourette's syndrome, right? She can't help it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's always amusing and horrifying at the same time when I would pick her up from school and she'd be like, well, I said, yeah, I told somebody to shut their cock holster today or whatever. It's, Whoa, where did that come from? I don't know. I think some kids were saying it at the lockers and I, oh, holy cow. Okay. Well, this was an interview that I sat in with Rexy. Oh, God. And there was this little lady, and she was a very cute little lady, and she looked very prim and proper, and she sat back from the computer a little bit so you could see her whole body. And she just sat on her chair with her hands on her knees. And back in the back around <laughs> of the picture, because um, we interview on camera, we were all remote workers, and so we worked from home, and she was working from home, and she was interviewing for this role. And uh, in the background... Off to the one side was a puppy pad <laughs> that had pee all over it. Like bright neon yellow. Like, like neon obviously yellow. this yeah. is piss. She's giving yeah. him lots of vitamin B. Yeah. Well, there didn't seem to be a dog, so we couldn't tell <laughs> right. oh, yeah. No signs other than, yeah, there didn't seem to be any dog. We thought perhaps it was hers. Like, she didn't want to get up, so she just, like, ran over to the corner to do this. Because she seemed like that... That level of crazy. Seemed like someone after the background that was in the newspaper. She was bad. After the, <laughs> after the level, after the interview took place, we thought that was probably hers. Like she, I don't think she knew. <laughs> right. So we're it sitting there talking to her, and and she's a phone advisor, and she would say that um, one of the things that would happen is when some, when somebody would call her, and they would have an accent, she would mimic them oh, oh dear no. so if somebody oh. called and they had a jamaican accent she would say hey man yeah i can oh. help you okay man and no. we she's the so, best shit with the straight faces she john, totally did john the brit would hang up immediately she's like, seriously this lady is probably 
65 years old and she looks like my Aunt Molly and she's just got like little tiny hair. Like she looks like the lady that goes to the beauty salon, gets her hair did once a week and she puts it down and like she does with that. And she's just like, she looks like a little elf. And you would not expect this. And she's like, yeah. Amon, do you smoke the ganja? Okay. And like we both are sitting there listening to her. She's like, and they just love it. They just think it's wonderful and, and, when I talk to them like that. And 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 Rexy, who cannot control her face, her face fell open. Like her jaw, like Jillian, like she was a badass because like her, like I kind of twitched a little bit, like because she was she was taking notes the whole time. So like you could watch her literally, like like her, like you almost heard like the the record, like but then she like rebounded well. Where I was like, oh, like like like. Like with the most like yeah you you could have just told me I don't know that like monkeys like chickens too or what I don't know but I I just it was insane it was was literally insane and she proceeded to tell us a whole bunch more things kind of like that she says or British people call I'll say oi you like some tea and crumpets. And, and we were like, and every oh, accent was horribly bad was and terrible. stereotypical. There were terrible and stereotypes. Just... And we just thought, holy shit balls. First of all, we were torn between, should we tell her team manager that she just... <laughs> exactly. Is this like an ethics violation this thing we something? should do? I don't understand. What... Is this a test? Are we being tested? <laughs> exactly. Is somebody punking us exactly. right Exactly. Oh. So, yeah, that was one of the most bizarre. That was bizarre. And, and then... And then Right after her, we had a guy who put on his resume that he did accents, not with customers. He <laughs> said, just this that, is yeah. the thing he did. So, of course, to follow up, I was like, <laughs> so it says here on your resume that you can do accents. What accents do you like to do? And he's like, oh, I can do anything. And I'm like, okay, well, I'd like you to answer the next question with an Australian accent. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay. And so he attempted it and it was very poor and I just wanted to put that one on the record because I think if you put something on your resume you have to be prepared to be called out on it thanks right Nina yes okay I remember one so I live in England Mm -hmm. and I met someone and they're they're like oh you're American like someone at work for the first time was my first day and their first question was so did you move here because of the uh, the boys with accents what Okay. Because I hear American girls like uh, British accents on boys. It's like, why would I move countries solely for boys with accents and then work at a McDonald's? (laughs) (laughs) Why why would I do that? I think that's a fair question. Why would would anybody do that? (laughs) I, I forgot. I do have one more just weird thing that happened this week that I have to tell very quickly if you don't mind. Let's do it. So I was sitting at home one night, I had um, the computer in my lap in front of me, editing, actually, and John the Brit was going, uh, we got a new litter box, and so he, he was, was going, for him. Uh, I was going <laughs> the litter box. Yeah, for him. That is pretty he weird. Had, he had a puppy bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was changing out the litter box, and all of a sudden, um, partway through this process, while I'm sitting there editing, got the headphones on everything, and he comes in, and he's got this stupid ass big smile on his face and I'm like okay and he kind of steps behind the computer and behind the screen he starts bopping something up and down and I'm like trying to focus on it for a minute I'm like is that 
chocolate? Is that beef jerky? And then all of a sudden it clicks. It's a fucking dead mouse. Jesus. And he's just <laughs> dancing it behind my computer. And the minute I go, what? Ah! And he goes, huh? And he had like the biggest laugh in the world. I'm like, he just, it was stiff. It was rigor mortis mouse. And he's just dancing it behind my computer. I'm like, you're fucking weird. So, yeah. He touched I, it with his hands? hands? He touched it with his I told one of my friends at work about that, and she goes, that's a divorceable offense. That's pretty close. <laughs> now, where did you get that? Uh, it was under the litter box. Apparently, the cats oh, wow. chased it underneath the old litter it box. Was in and our it, house? It was in our house. The yeah. cats are failing their jobs, the motherfuckers. Wow. So, yeah, we don't need a new house. We just need I said better. We're in the house, but yeah, oh, we need a new house. The sitting room, but <laughs> we don't need a new house. We need better cats. But anyway, so there was that. Okay, so well, I feel like that's probably a good place to end. I think, I think, <laughs> why the hell not? Thank you for joining us this episode. Thank you for being with us every week. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'd love it if you would comment and subscribe. Our website's alwaysneverwrite.com, and you can see what we do and what we drink. There's also links on there to our Facebook page, which is Always Never Write Podcast. Please join there. Um, start a dialogue with us. If there's anything in particular you'd like to hear us talk about, feel free to post on there or send us a direct message. That would be awesome. We have Instagram at always never write. We always post pictures of the drinks. Um, we've got Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to us there and on Instagram, follow us, ask questions, tweet us, do things like that. All the social media, whatever's. Um, so yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And as always, remember we're, not professionals, but we've seen a lot of weird shit. Obviously. Mm, and um, if you need help, get real help. Um, but, yeah, so that's us. And we want to thank all of our guests for being with us. Thank you guys for joining us and helping us celebrate our 25th anniversary. I guess. <laughs> it's good. Pod, podversary. Podversary. Happy podversary, baby. It's podversary. Podversary. Thank you. Happy podversary. So this has been another... 25th episode <laughs> of Always Never Right. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And once again, thank you so much for letting us invade your ear holes. <laughs> we'll talk to you more next week. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Right is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.